In your Bibles, please, to Exodus chapter 26. We'll continue on uh, in the construction of the tabernacle. Exodus chapter 26, verse 1. Hear now the inerrant, infallible, and inspired word of God. Moreover, thou shalt make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twined linen, and blue and purple and scarlet, with cherubims of cunning work shalt thou make them. The length of one curtain shall be eight and twenty cubits, and the breadth of one curtain four cubits. And every one of the curtains shall have one measure. The five curtains shall be coupled together one to another. And the other five curtains shall be coupled together one to another. And thou shalt make loops of blue upon the edge of the one curtain from the selvage in the coupling. And likewise shalt thou make in the uttermost edge another curtain. In the coupling of the second, fifty loops shalt thou make in the one curtain, and fifty loops shalt thou make in the edge of the curtain that is in the coupling of the second, that the loops may take hold one of another. And thou shalt make fifty tacks of gold, and couple the curtains together with the tacks, and it shall be one tabernacle. And thou shalt make curtains of goat's hair, to be a covering upon the tabernacle. Eleven curtains shalt thou make. The length of one curtain shall be thirty cubits, and the breadth of one curtain four cubits, and the eleven curtains shall be all of one measure. And thou shalt couple five curtains by themselves, and six curtains by themselves, and shalt double the sixth curtain in the forefront of the tabernacle. And thou shalt make fifty loops on the edge of the one curtain that is outmost in the coupling, and fifty loops in the edge of the curtain which coupleth the second. And thou shalt make fifty tacks of brass, and put the tacks into the loops, and couple the tent together, that it may be one. And the remnant that remaineth of the curtains of the tent, the half curtain that remaineth, shall hang over the backside of the tabernacle. And a cubit on the one side, and a cubit on the other side, of that which remaineth in the length of the curtains of the tent, it shall hang over the sides of the tabernacle, (coughs) on this side and on that side, to cover it. And thou shalt make a covering for the tent of ram's skins dyed red, and a covering above of badger skins." And thou shalt make boards for the tabernacle of shittim wood, standing up. Ten cubits shall be the length of a board, and a cubit and a half shall be the breadth of one board. Two tenons shall there be in one board, set in order, one against another. Thus shalt thou make for all the boards of the tabernacle. And thou shalt make the boards for the tabernacle, twenty boards on On the south side southward, and thou shalt make forty sockets of silver under the twenty boards, two sockets under one board, and for his two tenons, and two sockets under another board for his two tenons. And for the second side of the tabernacle, on the north side, there shall be twenty boards. 
And there are 40 sockets of silver, two sockets under one board and two sockets under another board. And for the sides of the tabernacle, westward thou shalt make six boards. And two boards shalt thou make for the corners of the tabernacle in the two sides. And they shall be coupled together beneath, and they shall be coupled together above the head of it into one ring. Thus shall it be for them both. They shall be for the two corners. And they shall be eight boards and their sockets of silver, uh, 16 sockets, two sockets under one board and two sockets under another board. And thou shalt make bars of shatim wood, five for the boards of the one side of the tabernacle and five bars for the boards of the other side of the tabernacle and five bars for the boards of the other side of the tabernacle for the two sides westward. And the middle bar in the midst of the boards shall reach from end to end. And thou shalt overlay the boards with gold and make their rings of gold for places for the bars. And thou shalt overlay the bars with gold. And thou shalt rear up the tabernacle according to the fashion thereof which was showed thee in the mount. And thou shalt make a veil of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen of cunning work. With, the, with cherubims shall it be made. And thou shalt hang it upon four pillars of shittim wood overlaid with gold. Their hooks shall be of gold upon the four sockets of silver. And thou shalt hang up the veil under the tacks that thou mayest bring in thither within the veil the ark of the testimony and the veil shall divide unto you between the holy place and the most holy. And thou shalt put the mercy seat upon the ark of the testimony in the most holy place. And thou shalt set the table without the veil and the candlestick over against the table on the side of the tabernacle toward the south. And thou shalt put the table on the north side and thou shalt make an hanging for the door of the tent of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen wrought with needlework. And thou shalt make for the hanging five pillars of shittim wood and overlay them with gold and their hooks shall be of gold and thou shalt cast five sockets of brass for them. May God add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his most holy word. All right, so we have some furniture of the temple in the last, or the tabernacle in the last chapter. Now we have the tabernacle itself. Again, let's demystify it, first of all. It's a, it's a, it's a structure without a top. It has movable walls. The walls are held together in a fashion that tells us that it was made to move, like we said before. So the sides of the boards, this is how I'm picturing it, other folks have pictured it a little bit differently than this. But I think that the boards stood upright. Not, not this way, but this way. They stood upright and they were married together here with, with a socket and a tenon. So then what, what, what a tenon is, is, a, is an insertion, kind of like a dowel. We normally think of tenons as being square. And so when we think of tenons and woodworking, we think of mortise and tenon. A mortise is a square hole that is drilled, right, 
with a particular tool and then the tenon goes in that square hole and the tenon is generally tapered so that it tightens as you press it in. Okay, this is not made that way. This is made not to tighten as you press it in. It is made to be taken apart again. It is made to be taken down and carried, right? There were carts and then uh, for carrying of the, of the curtains and of the boards and of the tacks and the, and the sockets and all of that stuff, okay? And then there were rings and poles for the carrying of other things. So here we have these walls that are put up Okay, and there's an opening left in the, in the side that faces east. The, the door of the tabernacle, like the door of the temple after it, always faced the sun rising. So it, you, you hear Moses here talking about the north side and the south side and the west side. Okay, so this, these boards, when they were put together, were twice as long as they were wide. Okay, then after all of that... There is a veil that is put in between the two. And that veil separated the chamber where the Ark of the Covenant was held with the, with the Hilasterion, with the mercy seat, with the uh, Kaperot, as we heard earlier today. That was, that was the only artifact in what's called the most holy place. And then in the front of that, So far what we have seen, we'll see more later, but right now what we see is on the north side the table, on the south side the light. Right? Okay, and then we have uh, a special curtain that hangs in the front. So you have a curtain that, that keeps people from peering in on the outside. Then you have a curtain that separates the holy place from the most holy place. And you have boards that are set up that are meant to be taken apart and they're meant to travel as well. So they fit together with sockets, and then there's, there's straps and poles that go through them. Maybe some of you have seen one of the, one of the uh, staple ways of erecting fences here in North Texas. Poles are planted in the ground, boards are stood up like this, and then poles are run contrary to those other poles to hold the vertical boards. It's similar to that. There are, there are, there are rods or poles that are pushed in to something that looks more like a strap than a ring that are attached to every board that help those boards to remain rigid after they have been married together with the sockets. Okay? All right. So that's the stuff that is inside and on the outside. What about the top? What about the top of the, of the tent itself? There are two coverings on it. I don't know if you were listening carefully or not, but there are two coverings. The first covering is made of ten curtains. Ten. And those ten curtains are coupled together with the 50 loops and the tacks. Right? And then they are spread over the top of those boards after they're stood up. And this is a a beautiful blue curtain with ornate stitching in it. Uh, Gold stitching. Part of it is made of fine linen. Part of the stitching is made of linen. And so on. It is ornate. Uh, This is the only time in history where God says, I want you to put a, um, a pictorial representation of something in my worship. You're going to depict the cherubim here. And why the cherubim? 
Why not departed saints? Why not a picture of the Godhead? Why not any of that? Because as the cherubim looked over the mercy seat, so also they watch over all of that worship. This is why, ladies, this is why you wear head coverings. Because of the angels. Because they are here present in the worship of God and they too sustain in their covering that kind of ministerial and supportive role. Okay, so here we are then in, in this beautiful blue curtain that has the gold stitching in it. Just so you have an idea of the labor that goes into this. How did they make gold thread? Anybody know? They took gold nuggets. They pounded them flat on a flat surface until they were so thin they could cut thread with scissors out of the plates. That's how they made gold thread. And then they would use that gold thread to sew in those figures that was revealed that were revealed to Moses in the mount. Fascinating, isn't it? Okay. Then we have a second curtain. And it's made of 11 skins. And I I pondered on that 11 for a while. I, there's got to be some significance there, but I can't figure out what it was. And then finally, I settled on this. I wouldn't be dogmatic on it, but I would ask you to consider it. Remember that there were 12 tribes, 12 pieces of bread. We understand that. That's, that's very clear to us. There are 11 curtains that cover the ornate curtain. Right? Why 11? Because 12... Out of 12 tribes, only one of those tribes was permitted to enter into, beyond that, that, that covering to go inside and see the beautiful and ornate curtain that hung over the top of the boards in there. And the beautiful and ornate curtain that separated the holy place from the most holy. Only the Levites ever saw that. And so every time an Israelite approached to the Lord... There was a witness in 11 curtains that 11 of you don't get to come in here. The approach to God is as regulated as the things that we do when we come to God. There was a priesthood that was allowed in. But the other 11 tribes, they were shut out by this 11 curtain covering that covered over the beautiful blue cherubim stitched covering over the ark, the interior cover, covering. So that's why I think there are 11 of them there, 11 skins that are sewn together, and then they are able to take them apart again, these tacks that we're talking about, T-A-C-H-E-S, in the, um, in the, the authorized version. Uh, I think they are something like a clasp that will open so that they can take those curtains apart when it's time to travel, and then they can put them all back together again and re-erect the tabernacle in their next place of camp out, if you will. So that, that pretty much exhausts 26. What do we see then? We see that this is that wonderfully ornate place where God chose to meet with his people. And we see that in the, in the boards and in the, in the curtains that it was movable in those days. Because the Old Testament ceremony was not meant to remain. And yet there are, there are elements of it that are moral, that do correspond even to our age. Right? We must be careful how we approach and when we approach and with what means and who it is 
that approaches. And then finally also, we must remember that the angels of God are allowed in to witness the worship of the people of God as they too, being ministers sent to those who are inheriting salvation as assistants to those worshipers, they come alongside in the public worship of God. Thus ends the reading of